Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined by Calvin. What's up, man? How you doing? Fantastical. And today we're here to discuss the 2006 supernatural horror film, The Grave Dancers. So, this is definitely going to be one of the more obscure movies that we do. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is definitely a deep dive for a horror fan. I'm not, I don't think you've heard of this, right? No, I haven't heard of this until you came to me with it. But yeah, I've never heard of it. And I've, yeah, unless you're searching for this, you're probably not going to find it. Well, yeah, that's because it's uh, part of like this film festival thing called uh, After Dark Horror Fest. So you might find some of those now. I think there's been like five of them or something. So you'll see like, it's one of those like box collections of horror films. Ah, got you. Okay, makes sense. So most of the time there's like six to eight of them, but they're all going to be lower budget, more practical effecty, which is why I like checking them out sometimes. Sometimes it's hot, sometimes it doesn't work out. So um, this is like to summarize it, it's more or less a ghost story. Yes. A ghost story with a couple of twists in them in there. And um, the way I saw this, I think I saw this like right when it fucking came out, bro. Like 2006. Oh. Because I'm not sure if I've ever talked. I have talked about it before. But with my dad, because people think I'm like a movie buff. My dad's like on God mode if I'm a movie buff. Because oh. like I'll, uh, I'll find this obscure Asian fucking foreign movie, bro, from like nine years ago. Some crazy ass effects. It was only released in Cambodia for two years or some shit. And I'm like, hey, dad, share the link. Check this out. And he's like, I saw it six years ago. <laughs> Never mind. All right. So what that's, you think? <laughs> so that's kind of like why I'm into like random fucking movies and why I know about a lot of these and shit. So that's my introduction to this. You know, my dad just would buy movies and he'd put them on and I'm just kind of there like, this is what we're doing? Okay. Yeah. Um, so traditionally, do you like ghost movies? I like ghost movies, yes. Uh, what are some of, like, your favorites? Um, besides, like, I think I've mentioned this before, and I'll always mention it in any kind of horror, is, uh, The 13 Ghosts. It was 13 always, Ghosts? 13 Ghosts was a good ghost movie. Um, you know, outside of that, you know, like, the paranormals were kind of that dumb. I, I didn't really like the paranormals and how they had them set up and stuff. Um, so you're, you like more of a show me don't cause like those kind of movies are like, we're going to leave it off screen. You're going to have to use your imagination type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into more of the show me. It's gotta be on the screen popping up. You know, I gotta be getting scared. I don't want to be wondering, uh, that's what happened. Cause I'm going to wonder the wrong thing and be like that motherfucker left. So do you like, uh, jump scares and shit? Yep. Jump scares would probably be my favorite, uh, slashers. Those are definitely funner. Yeah. They keep you on edge more, and I like scaring my girl. You know, a lot of people, when they watch scary movies, they're watching it with their girl. So a jump scare is the one where you're going to scare your girl. She's going to jump on you, and you guys are going to get closer. So Exactly. Who doesn't like a good old jump scare? Jump right into my lap. It's all in the hips. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. So this movie came out in 2006, and I Googled just now 2006 popular horror movies. And I don't know why, in my head, I was like, nothing was coming out in 2006. Bro, there were some fucking bangers, bro. The Hills Have Eyes came out. Fucking mm. Silent Hill. Stay Alive. So that, like, more graphic stuff was still coming out at this time. I think this does predate, though, like, The Conjuring and the Insidious movies and shit. Yeah. 
So at the time when I saw this, you got to keep in mind, there is not a ton of really great ghost films. Because think outside of those, like what are really good ghost movies? Like you said, 13 Ghosts, obviously, but that's like more of a sci-fi thing when I saw that. Yeah. And um, so like just a traditional ghost story, though, there's not a lot to like compare it to like at that time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe, like, I'm watching this through, like, nostalgia, but I remember having decent, you know, thoughts of it at that time. Okay. But, uh, I hated this movie. Smooth? <laughs> no, but uh, I was going to say, before we even get into that, do you have any, like, what's your actual thing with ghosts? Do you, like, believe in ghosts and shit? Yeah, man. I've actually had ghost encounters of my own. Um, Some real creepy stuff that uh well for one so my first ghost experience was when i was little at my grandma's house and uh just saw a sil- silhouette of a lady in a wedding dress sitting outside on a tree on like a tree branch just swinging her legs and it was like nothing of it, it was just a visual one-time thing that i never saw it again mm-hmm. my most scariest moment would be when i was in high school and i was living off of 95th and uh i came home one day and we were remodeling the basement Dude had, the owner of the house had died, but he had built the house and it was like his family's house and whoop de and the kids didn't want it. So we remodeled it. Typical, you know, you start remodeling, stuff happens. Well, it does. And I came home one night like at 11 p.m. and we had these window shutters on the inside that you could shut and lock and stuff to stop the sun. Well, I'm coming in at 11 o'clock and one of the shutters slammed shut. Boom! Oh, man, my heart dropped, raced so fast. I ran right up the stairs, ran into my room. Had the bathroom light on, turned my light off, and laid down. As I'm thinking, what the fuck was that? I hear the... Of someone coming up the stairs. And I'm like, no. No, no, no. This isn't This isn't real. This isn't happening. Like, mm-hmm. And legitly see a shadow come into my... Cross the door into my room. Slide over into my closet. And watch me all night. And I couldn't sleep at all, all night. And uh, the... I fell asleep in a class. My teacher pulled me out, asked me what happened. I said, you ain't going to believe me. I told her the story. And she said, okay, well, you go sleep in the nurse's office because I believe you. This It does happen. And uh, we actually had an exorcist on the house. My grandma came in and did a whole spiritual thing. We did the sage, spirit, water, and it went away. But it was the most scariest moment of my life. That's fucking insane, bro. Yes, very scary. And I love ghosts. I watch all, like, Ghost Adventurers, Taps. Anything that has to do with ghost hunting, I love it. And for me to be so scared in that moment, I felt like I really let my guys down. (laughs) Nah, but so, like, in situations like that, I mean, most people are going to be in such a state of shock, they're going to freeze up. Is that more or less what happened to you? Oh, yeah. Frozen completely under the covers. Scared shitless. Because there's nothing more like, um, is it... What's the word I'm looking for? Definitely putting into perspective how it's definitely putting you in your place, like on the spectrum of like, I'm just a man. Yeah. Like there's something bigger and stronger. It's very, uh, humifying. What the fuck is the word? I I don't know. But it's definitely, like I said, putting yourself in your, in the perspective of like how small you feel in certain situations. Cause we're man, we're apex, nothing on this planets you know above us until that moment yeah 
And at that moment, I was, I mean, you can't even, I couldn't scream. I was too scared. It was like my, like, you know when you're about to cry and your throat's like real hard and you can't really even speak? But that's just how it was. And I couldn't move. And it was just terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah. Like, on a completely smaller scale than that, bro. I was in my kitchen when we first moved into this new house. And it's a very old house. And uh, we have a graded pantry. So, you know, the bottom of it's, like, wired. It's uneven. Yeah. The shelves. And uh, there was, uh, I think maybe it for the story, a fucking bag of sugar or some shit. And it probably wasn't on the shelf right. It was on one of the grates uneven. So as I'm walking around the kitchen, you know, it's an old house, so it's all fucking, the floors are all shaking and shit. And that uh, sugar bag just plops off the fucking pantry. <laughs> and as I'm, like, walking around... And thinking about it, like describing it to you how I did, it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That's how that ha- I would ha- why that would happen, right? Yeah. But to me, I'm just walking around the kitchen, bro, and I see sugar just fly across the fucking uh, <laughs> floor. And I remember I stopped, and I just had this moment of like, um, oh, so this is what we're doing now. Yeah. And I remember like you, I just froze up, bro, and I was like, oh no, it was that mm. fucking TikTok meme, bro. <laughs> oh no. Like, I've oh, seen no. so many movies, like, oh, this no. is how it starts. <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. I mean, anything that you can't ex- explain is fucking, is terrifying. When you get into a real unexplainable situation. You know, like, let's say you're on a road trip and you see Bigfoot, you know. You're not just going to be like, oh, oh, that was big. You're probably going to be like, you're starting to shake. You can't explain mm-hmm. it. And it's the unexplained shit that really... Uh, terrifies people because I mean, you, if you can't wrap your mind around it, yeah. Well, I'm a really rational person. Like what I just did now for that story I told you. That's how I handle most of these situations. So if I was happened. to see Bigfoot, I'd be like, okay, it was obviously a bear. My vision was obscured. Blah blah blah. blah. Are you the opposite? Like when you see shit like that, are you like Bigfoot? Oh yeah. Sure, you know, if I see, you're just all in, bro. I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna make it, I'm just gonna blow it up to it. Was fucking Bigfoot, he's not seven foot, he's ten foot. This is what I'm telling you. I've seen him myself. He <laughs> had a fucking spear, yeah, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Someone's head was on the spear as he was running through, and I'll never take that road again, exactly. He might have been thrown up west side, right. <laughs> There's all types of wily. Nah, but I get you. Like, we're just on two different ends of that spectrum, which is cool, man. People have different perspectives. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. I think it's hard for people to come to that, to be, to be like that. Like, no, your, your spectrum's wrong. You gotta be on mine. Mine's the only one that's right. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are just always on that. People aren't open-minded anymore about, about shit. Well, nah, dude, this shit's fun to talk about. Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it. It's just all fun, bro. It's cool to explore every angle. So I'm interested in hearing, like, your side, how you feel about shit. And for me personally, that's just how I think and it's how you think. So yeah. you have the freedom to fucking do whatever the hell you want, man. Right. Amen. <laughs> but now we're, uh, we're tangenting a lot because, to be honest with you, because this movie is, like, part of a fucking box collector's edition, there's literally only so much to talk about. Like, before we get into the stuff. Um, This is directed by a guy named... It's not even, like, in the fucking header of the Wikipedia. (laughs) Mike Mendez. And he doesn't have a page, so I can't say what else he's done. Oh, I got you. I got you. Let me pull up. See. You had a list of fucking shit he done? I I did did a little deep dive, man. 
And um, <laughs> you're like, I found some shit on the dark web. Let me pull this out. Yeah, dark web buddy led me to this thing. Uh, Mike Mendez. I didn't write down any dates, but I just put down like his three, what looked like most popular movies that he did, like Tales of Halloween, Don't Kill It, and The Covenant. I've heard of none of those. Well, I I think I've heard of The Covenant. I think I haven't heard of Don't Kill It or Tales of Halloween, and I put those down because those seem like the ones you would hear the most. Besides like Lava Tarantula, he did. Lava Tarantula? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just some other obscured movies that you'd probably catch at a Chinese. He probably did like Sharknado 7. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> movies like that. <laughs> nah, dude, but I mean, considering he's not a known director, right? Some of the actors in this shit, I've seen before. Yeah. Like, uh, the main guy is the dude from Prison Break, correct? Mm-hmm. Dominic Purcell. He played uh, Drake and Dracula in the Blade Trinity. That's where I remember him from. I've never seen Prison Break, but I remember him in fucking Blade. Bro. In Blade, yeah. Well, that was the first thing when I saw him. I was like, okay, he looks familiar. Terrible Dracula, but I mean. Yeah, horrible. I, the Blades, I think, really fell off. Like, Blade 1 was dope, but the original Blade, and then Blade 2 was like, all right. And then when they started kind of just going. Whoa. Bro, when they put fucking uh, Triple H in pink and Blade, that kind of, you know, took, it kind of took me out of it, bro. Yeah. They were fighting Blade. Yeah. <laughs> but no. So, um, yeah, with all that, man, we're just going to go ahead and get into this. So if you guys haven't seen the film, we're about to spoil it. So come back to this part. Otherwise, let's go ahead and get into the Grave Dancers. So right off the bat, you said you didn't like it. I didn't like it. At first, it really let me down. The first, like, I'd say two minutes of it, it's like pop in your face, jump scare, you know, you're like, oh shit, you're, you know, you're intense, and then it just flatlines, and then the whole story just kind of plays out, and and the whole dramatic of everything is, it's just, it's just, it really let me down from how I thought it was gonna be right at the beginning. I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be dope. That's true. Um, so right off flips, I, what I remember about this movie is that intro of like a woman hanging, and because of this film being like, um lower budget i feel like they had to do a lot more in terms of practical effects yeah so like the scene where the lady's hanging like it doesn't i don't know it just looked different like not in a bad way not in a good way it just was unique the yeah. way like you could tell she's obviously got the fucking harness on and she's just going like this but i mean still it's different it yeah. was a different shot of somebody being hung and it's a very fucking in your face shot so yeah uh the whole setup of how she got hanged, though, is just, it was like the Invisible Man on the attack. Yeah. It was definitely cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, I saw this around 2006, so that means I would have been 14. Yeah. So 14 years old, like I said, pre-conjuring, pre-insidious. I'm watching this shit like yeah, probably the mouth shit. agape, bro. Like, yeah. Wow. What is this? All this is the crazy. lights are on. <laughs> And, um, but beyond this, like you said, it starts, well, at what part do you mean do it, does it start well? Like, describe to me that, like, how how deep before you got let down? Like, what excited you about the movie? Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more kind of, oh, like aggressive. Like, it was kind of like passive aggressive. There wasn't really, there was something there, but it was never there until like the end like i don't know i just thought the whole movie was just kind of like grave dancing like you find a card 
I don't know if I'm gonna go too far into this. I'm probably just gonna ruin it. So if you haven't seen it, I hope you. Back well, now out. we're in spoiler territory, so, so go ahead and fuck up. Whatever they you find fuck they up. find a card with written in this old English kind of ritual thing, and they his friend reads it and goes, "Guys, this is what we need to do. We need to dance on graves." I mean, can you blame the man though? Because he suffered from this serious disease I referred to on this show. It's white people syndrome. Oh. <laughs> they all had it. They all had it, bro. <laughs> Guys, this card is telling us we should all dance on these graves. Let's do it, bro. And then rejoice. And, and as he's reading <laughs> And they it, do the chant. And then, yeah, it's just a chant. As he's reading, they're chanting, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, I've done some white people shit, okay? I've taken a Ouija board to a grave. Nothing happened. I didn't really expect anything to happen. That's probably why nothing happened. Mm -hmm. But I didn't dance on nobody's grave. I didn't piss on nobody's grave because I knew something bad will happen. And these motherfuckers dance on when they start dancing on the grave. I think that's when I was like, I just felt kind of disrespected. I guess you know like, that's just yeah. disrespectful. Like, what are you doing? And then he just didn't die the way I wanted him to die. Gruesome, just in your face deaths. Well, actually, one of them we'll got it pretty it. good, man. Yeah, but. we'll get to that. Um, I like this. I think because of the different, the buildup and then what it ends up turning into. So I like how it slowly starts off with like that traditional, like, oh, okay, the doors are opening up, but we didn't leave open. We're hearing sounds around the house. And just out of nowhere, bro, they come with that fucking haymaker, bro. When the guy's like in bed, he thinks he's with his wife. Yeah. Turns over and there's a fucking woman in his bed. And she has a fucked up face. Yeah. They, there were some good jump scenes. Like, and that's another thing I liked about this movie. Like, looking back, the effects seem corny as fuck. Like, the makeup on the face and shit. But at the time, bro, I hadn't seen anything like that. Yeah. That was some of, like, the uniqueness of this movie that, like, sticks with me. Like, how they all have, like, skeleton faces or some shit. Is yeah. that the best way to describe it? Yeah. Like, like drug addict faces. Pretty much. <laughs> and, Skinny um, bones. But yeah, I just remember it starting off like that, and then it turns into like a ghost hunters fucking thing. Yeah. They bring in the paranormal researchers, and one of the fucking ghosts has like fire making abilities. Yeah, all I types like, of shit. I liked how they. That's one thing I would say that they did good with was, it, and, and whose Dave, whose grave they danced on, and then they were in like the dis. The, like, reject part of the grave, the cemetery with the crazies and the killers and the rapists and all that. And then they tell you, like, oh, you danced on this person's grave? Well, this person laid out, you know, was a cheating wife that was a murderer, psycho bitch. Like, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. I guess we were kind of vague in describing what the movie's about. So, what is it? Three friends, they gather for a friend's funeral. Yeah. And uh, they decide to do their own fucking celebration at the cemetery together. Yeah, one of the friends missed the funeral and felt bad and was wanting to get together with all of his friends and go back and have a proper goodbye. So I they're guess. juicing up at the fucking uh, cemetery at night alone. White people shit. Right. And uh, <laughs> then they fucking uh, start playing music. And then the guy finds uh, a card, right? Uh -huh. And it's all like, hey, man. This thing is telling us we need to dance and say this chant. Right. And they all do it. And after that, they're all haunted. Yeah. They just start seeing shit. As well as they should be. I feel like some of them, though, got it. Like uh, the girl Kira, 
danced on that uh the psycho awards lady and she started going crazy herself mm-hmm. and that was pretty dope yeah i like that i liked how they did that in the movie yeah and um so I thought, who do you think had like the weakest performance? Like, who was the character that like felt like the odd man out? Or did uh, you feel that the acting all around was bad? The big guy that played the Dracula man, I feel like uh, they could have went a different role. With he, he just got tossed around that movie so easily, and it's like, dude, you're this big, and they're just tossing you around like this. Like, uh, maybe we should have had somebody else. I didn't really like his acting or his wife's acting. I think his wife was okay because I think she represented like you know purity, okay, like, innocence. Like so yeah. like she was really soft spoken. The blonde hair seemed really naive, but like you said, I think the big guy, the main guy, the guy who played Dracula from fucking Blade, was it Harrison? Yeah, Harrison. Harrison. He definitely felt out of place. You know, I feel like he should have just looked like a more traditional white dude. As opposed to, like, this off-brand rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was this <laughs> cock diesel fucking big dude, bro. And, um, yeah, I feel like they should have just gone with a more, you know, average Joe-looking fella. Yeah. Um, for me, though, I think it was the uh, the comedic relief, his funny friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know his I name. I can't think of his name either, but just the guy who got chased by the fire kid. Yeah. He definitely felt like he was reaching on some parts. And I'm not the one to usually comment on acting, but I remember his parts and his, some of his delivery always seemed kind of funky to me. Like forced type. Because he was the guy who was reading the card. He's like, we got to go to the cemetery, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, that Rejoice! Type of- Rejoice! I was like, man, are you fucking shitting me right now? I would have read that card in my head and just put it back. Yeah. That's how I do with uh, chain emails when they're like, you've already started reading. Oh. Click out. I didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't count, motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, man. But his friend, man, I think he uh, he got it the worst with that little burning kid. That's a little psycho kid, man. Those stories, I feel like they should have went with those ghost stories and made, like, parts for them. What do you mean? Like a whole new movie, but each one designated to this person. Like the kid who started the fires. Like, you know... Like, giving a little more into their backstories? Yeah, like, you could see their stories more, like, a little side skit off of it instead of... Like, they did, like, a minute for each one. They did, like, a one-minute montage for each one. Yeah. So, what we're referring to is that the graves that these guys danced on, like you said, they were... They would come to find out from the paranormal researchers they hit up that they danced on the shittiest people's graves. Yeah. (laughs) Like, literally, they could have danced on anybody's grave. Like, imagine if you had danced on, like, some porn star that was just, like, some type of nympho. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But instead, they danced on, like, serial killers, arsonists, rapists. Yeah. And that's who's fucking possessing them. Because why not? Why didn't they... I would have figured that if the card was found on their buddy's grave, and this is what they said, like, dance maybe on your buddy's grave. He might not be that mad about it. That's true. Instead, Why wouldn't you dance on your boy's grave? Instead of just going, leaving your boy back there and you're having the dance party over here with these other dead people. Now he feels left out in afterlife, too. But what if, like, no matter what, they try to murk you so, like, your boy's going to be coming after you if you do it? I feel like I know his weakness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all know you're allergic to peanuts, Jeff. Right. Stay over there. <laughs> nah, dude, but... So... 
that and uh, like I said, because this is a cheaper movie, I thought some of the practical effects stuff they did in this was pretty fire. Like, uh, for example, one of my favorite moments is when the woman that's chasing Harrison is playing the piano after she uh, possesses Kira. And um, when they're when she after Kira dies, spoiler alert, Kira dies. And she's like her body gets possessed. And uh, she's playing the piano and she like vanishes out of nowhere. They're all like, where the fuck did she go? And she's on the ceiling holding a fucking axe. Mm hmm. And she, like, you see her slowly coming down in the background with, like, her arms behind her head holding the fucking axe. And then that scene where her, like, feet are dragging and she's, like, going towards them. Right after she Thor called the axe. That's how I took it. Exactly. She just was like, give me the power. And the motherfucking axe came just like Thor. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool scene where she's, like, like her feet are dragging and she's floating towards them and shit. Yeah. That was tight. But where this movie really drops the ball, in my opinion, even since I was a fucking kid about this, is the very fucking end, bro. When they get chased by the big giant head. (laughs) I was so lost at this point. Because they're they're driving through the house going and I remember watching this scene. They're driving through the house and it's like. Their house was like half a mile long, and there were no more walls after they busted through the first wall. It was just straight shot all the way through the house. Mm-hmm. And I've seen cars drive through houses. I've seen Twister. Right? And I know how that looks. And that was just like I was. Like, and then they got the big giant skeleton head behind them. Yeah, the big CG ghost head. Yeah, uh, yeah. They uh, they lost it on that one. Yeah, that 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 always took me out of it. It was like, oh, okay, this is fucking dumb. Um, something I really like though, bro, is the, uh, the ghost researcher, the fucking British guy, bro. That guy's the fucking boss in every movie he's in. He was a, he was really, I think he was probably one of the best actors on there. I think he's French, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that guy. <laughs> I call him British. My bad, man. But now, nah, um, yeah, he was, uh, he's in some movie called, uh, Kiss of the Dragon. You ever seen that with fucking Jet Li? No. He's, uh, he always plays a bad guy, so it was cool to see him play, you know, a good fucking guy. boss in this movie. He was still on, like, the bad side, kind of. No, it was his assistant that was the bad guy. And he had no idea? No. At all? I feel like he had, well, I don't know, man. I feel like he had some kind of idea to it. She was a bitch, though. I would have killed her. She was. That, that was always annoying, so just because... So they end up figuring out that the way to stop the possession is to... Bury the skulls, right? Yeah, they cut the heads off all the fucking people they danced on. They got to dig them back up mm-hmm. and then rebury them. Sounds kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dumb rule, but okay, I, I forgot that part. And uh, she decides to jack the skulls out of the graves because she wants to catch some shit on video, right? Yeah. And uh, shout out to their video equipment because they got like really dated fucking technology wasn't it like a giant ass fucking like a computer that was the entire room or some shit yeah a big ass screen and yeah their technology was pretty advanced for their time Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so this woman takes it upon herself to jack all the skulls and they make everybody in the same they, they all waited out in the same like building right the house they all had to stay together because it was safer she was really just conning them the whole way yeah yeah because after that then all of a sudden 
these spirits start to like morph reality and they get like trapped in the house. And that's kind of where like the climax is where they start pretty much. They all just get fucked up. The guy who's getting chased by the fire kid, he catches on fire, right? He blows up. Kid gives him just a big giant warm hug. That was tight. Yeah. I like that part. I liked how the kid came out of the fire. Cause like the funny friend, he gets like locked in a room in like a kid's room. Right. Yeah. And you, like, see this little kid fucking just, like, footing it around the room. And then he catches himself on fire. And he's, like, walking towards the dude with his arms spread out on fire and hugs the guy. And hugs him. It bursts into flames. That was part. That was the dopest scene. That was tight. And uh, Kira, she's getting chased by, uh, he looks like Pumpkinhead. Yeah. The old fucking man who's, like, a pervert. Yeah, he was a priest. He was a judge, right? Or a judge, yeah. He was a judge, and he was... Like, the greatest in the community, and they're going to build a monument about him, and then they found his diaries. They found his torture chamber. Torture chamber. He was just a sick, uh, he was into that, uh, what is it, like, like bondage, I guess is what it would uh, Yeah, BDS- BDSM. Yeah, BDSM. And, uh, yeah, they found somebody in a cage locked up, dead, like, fucking nuts, man. They picked the wrong guy. She got, like, uh, that female, Kira, she got her throat cut, right? Yeah. She got, like, levitated in the air, and then her throat just fucking... Right in front of her lover. And that was when she was dead, but then the woman that was possessed, that was chasing the main guy, Harrison, possesses her body. Puts Mm -hmm. on, like, a wedding dress and shit. Yeah. Well, because her ghost was married and had that affair, and then the dude left him, and she went crazy and killed him. So I figure that's why that ghost would process Kara because they had a thing well yeah that was a whole like subplot that was kind of parroting that story is Harrison's friend Kira and Harrison had a they used to date right Uh or some shit and apparently she was like obsessed with him and she would like blow up his phone and shit and stalk him and that was kind of like um something that was alluded to at the beginning when um the uh the ghost stuff was first happening and nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah. His wife was all like, I bet it's your ex. Fucking stalking you, us again. Tell she, that bitch to quit calling. All right. Shit like that. I know it's her calling because I pick up and she hangs up. It says her name on the caller ID. And even when they like <laughs> saw the uh, the ghost woman, they blamed it on this chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was all like, I bet it was Kira. Yeah, fucking Kira. And, um, but yeah, so that whole thing is happening. So Kira gets possessed. She ends up, uh, isn't she the main one, like, chasing him around at the end? Yeah, with the axe. Yeah, she has the axe, and like I said, that I feel like that scene was a fucking banger. On the ceiling. And she mm-hmm. threw the axe. I think she threw it from the ceiling pinpoint accuracy and got the, uh, who was that, the assistant? Yeah, the assistant. Yeah. And, uh, dude, so pretty much I feel like that's, like, the bulk of it. That's summarized right there, Grave Dancers. I know. Har- um, Harrison survives with his wife. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted everybody to die. And the whole uh, last-ditch effort throw with the skull to the grave, and it does a slow roll. and then Yeah, because uh, <laughs> the guy gets uh, the giant skeleton head, right? Yeah. Doesn't it grab somebody by the foot, and it's dragging him towards the grave or some shit? Harry. And as he's getting dragged away, he has a skull. He's got a throw. Mm-hmm. Does, like, a fucking grenade toss the skull into the hole. And misses. And misses. And his wife, I think. Oh, no, no. The, the French uh, guy, bro. The French guy came back and grabbed it and put him back to hell. He picks it up, and he spits on it. 
Yeah, <laughs> he spit on it and said, go back to hell, and threw it in the hole. Didn't even bury it, though. You had to bury it. He just threw it in the hole, and it was good. Hey, man, that's slow budget. Hey, listen, man, we don't make the rules. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it wraps up pretty neatly after that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all back together. With doesn't the, it show, like, the guy who, uh, the caretaker or whatever, walking around the cemetery? And put down another card. Yeah. How many people read random cards at a cemetery? Uh, I won't after this. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Just leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. Just go to the grave that you're supposed to go to, say your piece, and leave everybody else's alone. Moral of the story, don't be a shit person. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like I said, man, I think I most, I don't know if it's nostalgia, but I fuck with this movie. I liked how it was different. See, when I look at old, or not old, low-budget movies... They're kind of at an under advantage because another one of my favorite movies is Halloween. Uh-huh. And we know that that was a super low budget. The, all None of the actors were known. They were just kind of all random. And they made a, a hit. A million dollar hit. So now it's like any low budget movie. I'm like, come on. Where did Halloween did it. Where are you at? You've got to fill some bigger steps here, bud. Uh, I don't know, bro. Because movies like that, because of the time that they came out. I feel like they get kind of sensationalized. Okay. Like they're like if it was to come out nowadays as a fresh movie, awful. Yeah, I see I see your point now. I see your point. Because like that that argument comes up for me with the Friday the 13th movies cuz here recently I ran them all back, right? Uh-huh. And uh I was bored, bro. Like, the first fucking five of them are just... It's just a, a dude in a mask in the woods. And uh, there's one scene in particular that sticks with me, bro. It's Jason chasing this chick. This is before the hockey mask. He still has the sack on his head. Mm-hmm. And he's chasing a kid, in, uh, a female in a cabin. She's playing, like, cat and mouse hiding from him, right? And he's in the kitchen, and he's like, Oh, I think she's in this pantry. And he's creeping up to the fucking pantry like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> Arms banging, right? <clears throat> he opens the door. She's holding a fucking like a a like a cooking spoon, like a a ladle. Uh huh. She's like ah, and Jason goes, and he turns around and he runs. What? And she's like hitting him on the back of the head. And that's just an example of like what those movies were like. Yeah. But for some reason, well, I know why. Because people haven't fucking seen them, bro. They don't remember that's what those movies were like. Yeah, it's been a while since I went back and dug in. I might have to do that now. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, like I said, people definitely get wrapped up in like, oh, this was supposed to be great, as opposed to actually like going back and looking at them. Yeah. But like I said, I just like this because it was different. I like the practical effects. The acting was passable. Uh, the story, a little cheesy, but I mean, like, I actually like the part, like how you said, how they went into individual the ghost stories and shit. Even if it was just a touch, I fucked with all the ghost stories. Yeah, I like that. That was dope. And then the whole, like, paranormal ghost hunters part. Like, that's all interesting as fuck to me. So, like, it just checked all these boxes. The ending kind of fucked it up, which is, like, something that would, like, keep me from showing this to somebody. Like, oh, this is going to be hella dope. Like, just the ending part, like, automatically my brain's like, oh, this is goofy as shit. Can't watch the last five minutes. Everything up to that, though, is dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you were to rate it, bro, one to six inches, where are you going? Oh, 
personally, man, with this one, I have to give it at three, three inches. That's generous. Three inches, and and yeah, that's just being generous. But I, just because it was low budget, you know, in the time that it came out, thinking in that time and not now, I still give it a three because it was still dealing with some good competition that came out at that time. Yeah, like I said, bro, like, Hills Have Eyes and shit, like, I feel like that's a fucking classic, and Silent Hill is a pretty good fucking video game adaption. So, like, there was stuff there, but for being for the budget, though, I guarantee the budget for this is significantly lower than those movies. Yeah. Um, I would go... I guess three's fair. Because four would mean that I, like, really liked it. And a two would mean I really didn't like it, but I'm pretty indifferent to this one. Yeah, it has its, uh, you know, as long as you don't, what's the ending, though? I mean, if the ending was different, I would have probably gave it a little higher score, 3.1. You're right, because they definitely dropped the ball at the, like, yeah. that part. So, yeah. We go three inches, guys. Um, Don't but dance on nobody's grave. That's the last end of this movie. Don't dance on people's graves. For the love of God. Have a barbecue. You can do barbecues. You can drink. Just can't dance. There's no dancing on the graves. At least do tasteful dancing. Like put down cardboard or some shit. Some b boy shit. And don't kiss a don't don't cheat on your wife with Don't cheat on your (laughs) wife on top of graves either, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um but now so we're gonna go ahead and do something I've been trying lately where we kinda do some just random topics, just whatever's on my mind, whatever you could think of. Just bullshit for a little bit. We're done with the movie review part, so I gotta really think of something for this part. I can't think of, like, a name. Mm. As far as the name goes, I wouldn't know. Uh, just, like, the extra shit. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. The like, extra, the more... Uh, I don't know. We're definitely going to have to think about we'll this. We'll think about the name. But as far as the random thoughts go, um, what's one of the, besides like the flower incident, what's a real world situation you've been in that was like terrifying? Hmm. It could be anything like like a, a bad storm. It's or, dreams, bro, for me. That's dreams. like, dreams really fuck me up. Because I don't have a lot of like instances where I'm actually like afraid, but dreams, bro. I've had some fucked up ones here recently. I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What kind of... Like, uh, I, uh, I get sleep paralysis every now and then. <clears throat> and uh, an experience I had here recently, right, was I was having sleep paralysis. And do you know what sleep paralysis is? Yeah, your body's asleep, but your mind's awake. Yes. Okay. And I had that sensation, and, like, it was mixed in with a dream where my house was getting broken into. Oh, shit. So as I'm having sleep paralysis, I'm hearing guys kick my door in yelling, get the fuck up off the bed, get the fuck off the bed. Like, guns at me. Intense. As I have sleep paralysis. Yeah. And, yeah, that one fucked me up. Uh... There's been a couple of them, dude. Do you have any, like, weird-ass dreams? Um, When I was younger, I used to have horrible nightmares of being chased around a store. I'm not sure if it was, like, a Walmart, but a guy was chasing me with a knife. And I would have this same dream faithfully every night, and I'd wake up and just drenched in sweat. That's fucking terrifying. It, yeah, and I could never... I, I would hide behind posters and... Boom, his face would be right there, and I'd wake up fucking just drenched in sweat. 
Man, how young are we talking? I was probably like, I had to be like five or six. You think that was just from like movies you were watching, or what the fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, I've watched. My dad used to have me watch Pinhead when I was younger. I used to watch scary movies. I'm not sure if he was into scary movies as more as just scaring me. Yeah. So, uh, but I've watched and and yeah, I've had these crazy nightmares, um, sleep paralysis. I've I've never had, and I I would and that sounds terrifying, and I would never want it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, but I've had some just some scary dreams. Uh, the ones that always get me are when you wake up but you're still dreaming. You know, I've had one of those where uh, somebody was in my bed. This was probably eleven, and just some random person's in my bed, and I wake up and look over, and they're there with like a crazy grin. And then you wake up again, and you're just like, oh, what is reality? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I uh, I recently had this fucking thing where I went to sleep. Uh, I like I said, I I just told you recently. I take like naps. I don't really get like deep sleep too often during the week. Yeah. So here recently, I like took a two hour nap, right? <clears throat> and I had this dream, and I swear to God, bro, the dream was a day long. Oh shit! Like it felt like a day long dream, and I woke up, and my girl was like, "Oh no, it's been like an hour and a half." I'm like what the fuck yeah. like on some refreshed? inception shit nah dude i felt really stressed no shit because in my head i'm like yo is this gonna be like a reoccurring thing bro am i gonna start dreaming and are the dreams gonna get longer even though less time is passing could you imagine that <clears throat> going to sleep and being in like this fake reality for like a month and you wake up and it's been like two- one night oh fuck i couldn't imagine that that's like torture, bro. Yeah, that'd be. And then if you wake up still tired because you're exhausted from your dream. Or you wake up and then you're like, I don't want to go back to sleep. Oh, yeah. Nigga. <laughs> like, that's such a scary thought. That was the thought in my head at the time was like, I slept two hours, but it felt like 24 hours. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to go back to sleep. I'll just stay up. But then, I mean, obviously you go back to sleep and everything's cool. But still, that premise is fucking terrifying to me. Mortal Kombat was my shit. Yes. Mortal Do you remember the uh, the old ones? I had them on like VHS and shit. Hell yeah. I remember when the second one came out. It's a garbage movie, bro. But I remember my dad renting it from Blockbuster. And I watched it three times a day for the seven days we had the movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like that into it. Yeah, I love the Mortal Kombat. Sub-Zero is my, <clears throat> probably my favorite character. He's the most badass one in there. I guess other people would say like Raiden and King lightning and all that shit but zub zeros where it's at it's the truth i don't know dude i was like scorpion uh, aren't they brothers no they're mortal enemies mortal enemies that fight like brothers they should be brothers they should team up and become a vicious squad well that's what they did in the movies and that's why people think like oh they're on the same team but the story in the video game is that uh <clears throat> sub-zero like killed scorpion's entire village so that's what the whole point of Scorpion being there is, is he's on a mission to kill Sub-Zero. He's taking out whole villages, bro. <clears throat> Live for go. That man's a beast. <laughs> well, no, he does kill him. And that's why in the sequel, it ends up being that it wasn't Sub-Zero. It was his, like, twin in his fucking costume or some shit. Oh, uh, because he wanted to fight. I remember that movie. Yeah, so he ends up being, like, uh... yeah, just the whole, there's a whole thing, right, that's not really ever brought up in the game, I feel. 
Like, they were kind of like, here's these cool-looking characters. Oh, and by the way, blah. Right. <laughs> but no. They have some good <clears throat> games. I like their games when they got more into, like, the free-roaming part of the game, kind of like how Dragon Ball Z is. We shouldn't talk. I could talk about games all fucking day, dude. I'm a game fanatic. I definitely got away from games. Uh, I was always into, like, RPGs. Yeah. Like Skyrim and Fallout and shit. But never really into, like, Call of Duty or the... Uh, those arena type games, mostly because I'm shit at them. But yeah, I think um, I'm actually about to change because I'm into the Call of Duties and the uh, Battle Royale games and first person shooter games. But I feel like now it's just getting old. They're getting repetitive. Mm-hmm. So when I uh, get the new PlayStation, I'm thinking about switching it up and getting going back to some role playing games. Just focus on graphics and going through a story mode. Um, have you ever played any scary games? When I was younger, I was a big fan of, you know, all the traditional shit. The Resident Evils, the Silent Hills. Yeah. Uh, there's this old one called Parasite Eve that's a little more obscure. Uh, those are pretty much, like, I never liked, uh, my dad used to play, like, Dead Space and shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that, bro. Yeah. That was some, like, <laughs> I remember I just turned them on and I think I played half of, like, the start of it. And I was like, nah, this ain't it. Them, uh, the Resident Evils always got me, uh, mostly because I'd have a headset on and I'd just hear that light moaning. And mm-hmm. for some reason, that always just kind of sent chills up my spine, like, oh, fuck, they're around. Uh, they're close. Which old Resident Evils, like the first ones? Yeah. Like the with, second one? With, like, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 1, and we had to go into, like, the actual umbrella, uh, what does that be, like a... Uh, the mansion? Mansion or something, and you go up to the bottom level... You talking about the old one or the new ones they put out? The old ones, bro. The sounds in those games were so ridiculous if you think about it. Yeah, like I still remember them. It was a lot of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, it was like it's terrifying, and it was scary as shit at the time, bro. Especially if you're in a room by yourself, lights uh-huh. off, and you just <clears throat> you're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like that Shaun of the Dead shit where they were like making fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played another one called Fear. I think and, I heard of that. I never played it. And that one had some pretty good pop-up scenes that would fucking jump you out of your chair six inches. And that one had to be one of the scariest games. I had to play that game during the day. Because at night, it just got a little too intense. Well, that's like, uh, what's that one? The Evil Within or some shit? That yeah. one looks fucked up. The Evil Within. And the, there's like another... Uh, the witch hunt the witch or something witcher no that was a that's that game yeah uh, i think it was like the witch or something they had another one that was pretty fucking a lot of pop-ups on it yeah dude they've been talking about like how games are actually starting to pass up movies in terms of like scary ass plots and stuff oh man well what else random thoughts It'd so, be. you there any like uh, conspiracy theories or anything you subscribe to? Uh, mm. you said you're a big Bigfoot guy, so you're a fan of the cryptids. So I'm down with that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as far as like cons- when I look into conspiracies, I look into like government. Thought like political ones. Yeah, like uh, like the mattress firm being money laundering. Oh, the wait. Am I getting that confused with the uh, the fucking kids being inside of like the little like uh, TV stands or some shit? 
What? You haven't heard about that? No. Um, what the fuck was it? There's some like furniture company that was selling like bed tables or some shit, but for like thousands of dollars. And the descriptions of them, they would give like the bedside tables like names. So people like conspiracy, you know, people uh, thought like, oh, they're selling people inside of these fucking like shelving units. Uh, that would be a good way to cover it up. Yeah. I've never and heard about that. that I can't remember insane. what the fuck the company was. This is a big company, like Ikea. Not Ikea, but it was something like that. Yeah, jeez. That's fucking nuts. Um, I got a problem with my kids in YouTube. So my kids used to love Chuck E. Cheese. Uh-huh. And I'd take them to Chuck E. Cheese all the time. They loved it. Well, they got on YouTube and looked up. This is actually not a conspiracy. It actually happened. They looked up Chuck E. Cheese, like, story. And was it, it a came, creepy pasta? Yeah. And it came up as these kids getting kidnapped out of Chuck E. Cheese down in Florida. Uh-huh. So my kids now think that it happens at every Chuck E. Cheese and that the one there's only one Chuck E. Cheese guy. There's not like a branch of them or anything, right? Mm-hmm. So now they refuse to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Bastards. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, just because and they watch all types of stuff, mostly because I watch Mr. Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Creepy pastas, and I listen to them scary stories, and then they get on my YouTube account, and they just see something, and they like the scary stuff too, so they'll click on it. The next thing you know, they're waking up in my room. Like, Dad, that bad dream. Chucky's in my room. <laughs> Chucky is not in your room, dude. Man, fucking, uh, did you hear about the uh, the Momo internet conspiracy? Mm-hmm. And uh, so what do you know about it? Isn't that the one where, uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of Talking Tom. Uh, Momo was that picture, right? Yeah, the picture of the bitch with the long hair and the fucked up face. Like the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so the story with that, so the internet story that's, like, known out there is that, um, somebody made a video with this Momo character and put it on kids' YouTube, and in the video, uh, this character, somebody, it was, like, a man making his voice like a woman's telling, like, kids, like, go turn on the oven Turn on the gas, grab a knife, cut your wrists, that kind of shit. Oh, shit. Now, what happened was, that was a creepypasta. It was an internet story, kind of like Slender Man. Uh-huh. But somebody went and actually made the video when the story blew up. Because people were, like, sharing shit on Facebook, talking about, look out for this, look out for that, watch out for this, guys, sickos are doing this, when it didn't really happen. Uh But because of people doing that and pushing the story, then some guy does it as a joke and actually makes the video, so everybody was like, see, it was real, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And that's actually, like, the origin of that shit. Oh, so he just kind of jumped on the clout train and... Yeah, because, like, I guess the actual images of, like, um... It's some, like, Japanese art project, and some guy released a video of him, like, holding it. Huh. Looked all extra, like, pervy and shit. All right. What the fuck? Power of the internet, bro. Yeah, that means... The internet's a dangerous place, bro. I'm aware. That's a really dangerous place. I've never been onto the, uh... Black web, the art, black web, dark web. Black web, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that you, out, right? I need to get into that one, bro. <laughs> The dark web, dude. I've never been into any of the dark websites. Have you explored the dark web at all? No, I'm too paranoid. Then you gotta have, like, a VPN and shit to, like, protect your fucking information and stuff. So I'm afraid. I'm too lazy to get a VPN, so I'm the kind of guy that I'd go on there with that one. Right. <laughs> and just get my whole fucking, like, life jacked. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be listening to a lot of the dark web stories, and that and that stuff's kind of messed up. And uh, I've been watching these or uh, listening to these Facebook market stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started listening to them, and then like a week later, I'm looking to like get some random stuff for the house, and my friends are like, just go on Facebook Market. They got some good stuff, and I'm like, ah, no, I've heard the stories, but you know, I'm not doing that. I bought a lot of shit off the Facebook Market. Haven't had a crazy experience yet. No crazy experiences. Apparently, you've looked into them though. And they are they exist. Yeah, they exist, and they're fucking terrifying. What are like? What's an example? Um, so one example is. Is uh, these guys, they're selling a TV, right? You got an extra TV. It's like 40 inch. They're selling it. And uh, this woman hits them up and is like, hey, um, I would like a TV. My my husband died and it's been lonely and our TV crapped out and blah, 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 blah. So they're like, okay, yeah, we'll deliver it to you. And she was like, hey, I got a few guys like want some pets because I see you looking for pets. I got cats and stuff. Well, they go to this lady's house. And before they even get into the house, it just smells like something's, de- like, dead. And uh, they walk in there to give her this TV, and it's this little old woman, innocent. But her uh, house probably has, I think she had gerbils, not cats, gerbils. And she probably had, like, a thousand gerbils just running all around her house. And, like, it's not, like, scary, but it's just kind of, like... It's disturbing, bro. It's disturbing, yeah. And they're, like, in the house, and they're, like, she's, like, sit down, and there's gerbils eating half of gerbils, and there's, like, shit everywhere in the house, and all types <clears throat> of stuff. Fuck that, bro. I would never go into somebody's house. Like, the most I've done is gone into somebody's, like, garage, you know, in the front of their crib. I would yeah. never go to, like, a garage, like, in, in the, the back. back. <laughs> <laughs> like, a shed or some shit. Like, hey, come to this shed. Uh, nah. You're going to bring that shit out to me? Yeah, let me check it out first. But, um, but nah. yeah, what I really want to do, though, is I want to start going to, like, some um, haunted, known haunted places, like the Stanley Hotel and stuff, and just kind of stay the night there and just see, like, not even record, just kind of get my own personal experiences. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like when you if you record it, there's just so many haters that are just like, ah, oh, it's fake. Like, I, I don't really care if anybody else knows. I know for a fact that this happened well i mean when with this type of fucking uh platform bro you could tell the fucking stories dog who's gonna even if you don't record it you just come here and tell the story yeah that'd be dope maybe a, a, a trip man we plan a trip uh, somebody else has offered me that recently dog and i don't know man like i think i'd do it but it'd be very hesitant i'd definitely be a bitch about it the whole time <laughs> one thing i want to do is i've been looking up the uh no, I can't think of it. It just went away from my head. It's out in London. The the tunnels underneath. Catacombs? Yeah, the catacombs. I've heard some insane stories from YouTubers that went there because they have to get a guide. And the guide, they, they found a guide. There was like four friends, and they went down there. And the guide took them through all these mazes of tunnels. And they have people that stay down there. Like, that's where they live. And he took him 12 miles deep into the tunnel and disappeared on him. Mm-hmm. Now, just think about you being in, I think it's France, right? Or Yeah, it's France. It's France. Think about being in France, a tourist from America, and you're following this guy you paid 100 bucks to lead you around. He leads you 12 miles down and then dips you and just, just dips. And, you know, it's like 200 plus miles of catacombs. Like, that would be an intense, scary... So right off the bat, I refuse to believe he took him 12 miles in. Do you know how far 12 miles is, bro? 12 miles. 
<laughs> Could you imagine walking fucking one mile? Yeah. Let alone five miles. Let alone 12 miles, bro. Yeah, 12 miles is way too fucking far. But, I mean, I believe, like, probably a couple of miles into that bitch, and then just which disappear. is still fucked up. Yeah. That's far as fuck, bro. And just disappear on you. I'm like, Jesus. They, they, the one that I saw, they had to rewind their cameras and find, uh, what is it called, like, uh, hieroglyphs? Griffs? Hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs on the walls to lead them back out. And they were down there for, like, I think, like, 37 hours. Yeah, you see, I got no interest. I'd be like, maybe I'd go to like the entrance and go like, huh? And just kind of look down there, like, oh, that's cool. It's deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fucking deep. It's pretty dark down there. Uh, all right, y'all have fun. I'll be right here. Yeah, uh, but uh, now back on the dark web shit, bro. I heard this uh, story before because I read a lot of like weird fucking stories, and one of them was about this guy. Who apparently there's some I don't even know if this is on the dark web, bro. You might be able to just find this on the regular web. Um cannibal fetish. What? Yeah. Where people just like to eat other people? Yeah, they it's like a message board, so they just post shit about like either wanting to be eaten or they want to eat people. And they like get off on that idea. Okay. I've 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 heard a story similar. And this one is uh based on a Russian guy, I think. Okay. I think some Russian dude puts this ad up like I want to devour somebody. Serious inquiries only. It's from for sure it's a more exaggerated post, but that's more or less what he's, you know, putting out there. Definitely heard this one. And there's some dude who's like Hi. Me. You can eat my leg. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll and do they're it. like messaging each other back and forth for a while, like role playing. Yeah. And then eventually this dude's from a whole other country. So he flies to Russia or whatever and he's like, All right. So, let's do this. Let's for real. I want you to for real eat me. Cool. So, these two guys, they meet up. And uh, this is a real story because it was all filmed and shit. It's like real videos, apparently, you can find out there. Oh, shit. And uh, so, they meet up. They're kind of bullshitting at this dude's crib. They eat together. And apparently, they bang. Some guy-on-guy action. What? Yeah. And uh, I think what ends up happening is the dude ends up taking a bath, the guy that wants to be eaten. He's taking a bath, and the dude gives him, like, a sedative or some shit. And he drugs him and knocks him out, makes him all numb all over, right? And he cuts his dick off while he's in the fucking bathtub. Oh. He takes off it. He takes his dick out. And mind you, the dude is still alive and conscious. Yeah. So then now they're both kind of just laying there, and this dude's brought in, like, a grill or some shit into the bathroom. And he grills up this dude's fucking wiener right in front of him. <laughs> and then they both eat it together. You What? You just had your junk chopped off and you're ready to eat? Yeah. They oh. both ate it. And then I think after that, the dude cuts his throat and then he dies. And then he proceeds to continue eating him. That was not the story I had heard. but but that I might have insane. exaggerated some of that, but that's like the gist of it. That is insane. Uh, the one I heard is very similar. I don't know if the guy was from Russia. He's probably somewhere else. We'll just say somewhere. We'll just say from Russia because Russians are fucking. I might have made up Russia too. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's the same thing. Bulletin: Who wants to be eaten? Who doesn't? And he's like, hey, you know, I'm, I have been having this craving to try flesh. Whoop de wah. And he meets this person, and they're chatting back and forth, and they decide to meet up at the diner. Okay, I, I'm I move too far in the story, but whatever. So they decide to move into the diner. He gets there. It's a woman that he's going to be eating. She shows up with the red bandana on her wrist so he knows who it is. And they meet, and it's his mom. 
Holy shit. And they just kind of stare at each other for a good solid minute. He has his red handkerchief on too, so they know it's each other who they're talking about. The mom looks at him. They make eye contact for a minute. She turns around, leaves, never talks to her son again. It's like some immortal technique shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that one was kind of weird. I was like, what the fuck? What are the chances of that? Why would I take off the fucking bandana like instantly once I know this is mom? 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck all that. That'd be like a really awkward exchange. Uh, but on a true story, here is a real true terrifying story. When I was out in California, I had uh, my friend Anthony and his uh, wife Caitlin. Well, they had a friend that used POF. And she had met a guy on POF, and he invited her. They had been talking for a couple months on the phone, FaceTiming and stuff, but never hung out. And he invited her over to his place. Well, he lived in San Francisco. Uh So she comes over to his place. He cooks this really nice uh, Italian dinner, spaghetti and meatballs, a nice salad. And uh, they sit down, they eat, you know, and it was a good night. Well, she had gotten sick. And she immediately was like, oh, this guy drugged me. And so she went to the doctor, and the doctors did these tests. Well, it turns out that she was eating human meatballs in the spaghetti. He made human meatballs. And when they went to his place of the address, it was an Airbnb. It was completely cleaned out, and there was no evidence of who this guy is. And it is a 100% true story. This is somebody that you know? This is... A friend of, like, when I was out there, it was, it was these secondhand two friends. Story. Yeah, and it was their friend that it happened to. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, I, matter of fact, when I was down there, the guy in California, I can't remember his name, but he had kidnapped the girls, and he they stayed at his house for, like, 18 years, and he lived his life, and none of the neighbors knew that he had these girls kidnapped in his house, not even his wife and stuff knew. And it was like this major headline story. Well, where my, where the friends, where my friend Anthony Caitlin lived right down the block was his house. And you could literally see his house. So when all that stuff was happening, they knew exactly who the guy was said that he seemed completely normal and they would have never knew. And they was there when all the cops came and pulled these girls out of his basement. That's been down there for 18 years. You never know your fucking neighbors, bro. That, and that was some crazy shit. I was like, what the fuck? Fuck all that, bro. I'm glad I don't have any, like, personal stories that are that exciting. That's a little too close, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, well, back to Kansas I go. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, the one with the uh, the POF and the... The meatballs, dude. The meatballs. fucking wild. That one, because I've, I've used POF. You know, I've I've been on POF before when I was single and, and reached out to people and... and like, that's fucking insane. People are just so trusting. And, and dude, like, what? Think of all the poor bastards, bro, that are just, like, jumping at, like, anything that comes up. And how, like, easy the setup is for all of that. Yeah. Think about you get somebody who's, like, like widows or just heartbroken people on there who are just, uh, um, I wouldn't say insecure, but just easily to manipulate and to get uh-huh. to to come over and trust you. And then you turn around and you're a cannibal. Like, who whose meat did he use for those meatballs? Was it another girl that he had killed and used her body to make these meatballs for another girl to eat? Like, would you ever try human meat? Would I ever try it? Uh, survival instincts? Yeah. 
I was ever... Say you're in a foreign country where, like, they eat human meat as a delicacy. No, probably not. No. If I'm trapped on a mountain, though, and I'm with, you know, a group of people and someone died and I'm starving... Why not? Why wouldn't I try human meat? Because that's just frowned upon. But, well, like, what if it's this culture, bro, where it's not? Like, there's some cultures where they eat their dead. Like, not necessarily as, like, I'm going to kill you because I'm hungry. It's like, oh, you're dead. Let's not waste the meat. You know, if I, if, 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 I would prefer not to be told. Oh, so they'd have to <laughs> trick you into it. Yeah, like, if they made some delicious hamburgers. Like, I got tricked into eating cow tongue. You know, cow tongue, you tell someone, would you eat cow tongue? They'd probably be like, fuck, but You're right on that. If it's already cooked down and chopped up and it looks like regular meat, you're like, hell yeah, make me a taco. I'm a big fan of menudo, bro, and I've, I still don't know what's in that shit, but I fuck it up, and I think I prefer not to know. Yeah, yeah, like, just don't tell me what's, if it's good, and I'll say I like it, cool, let's leave it at that. True that, true that. I would try it. Like, if they put that shit, bro, let's be honest, there's not a whole lot I wouldn't try if they put it on a taco with some lime. And some fucking salsa. I'd be like, you know what? Why not? As long as it's prepared right. Like, I don't just want a steaming hand on my... No, no, no. Obviously, it's just going to be the meat, bro. If you yeah. saw the meat, like... Well, like, my girl's parents, they make they make chicken soup. Yeah. And they use the feet. Chicken feet? Chicken feet in there. And you can see the nails. And I'm like, that, like, throw it. Like, I dig around that. And, like, I'll eat everything else but the chicken feet. Yeah, that fucked me up, too. So, it was like, you know, like... Same thing with, uh, sometimes in Menudo, they throw the fucking, uh, pig cuffs. Mm-hmm. The actual, like, pig feet. Yeah. It's kind of like... Not for oh, me. No. Or like when they make, when they make goat, and they have the goat heads in there, and they're, like, picking out from the goat around its oh. eyes, and I'm like, eh, eh no thanks. i seen that, yeah. Or the whole cow skull. I saw a dude buy that one time at the fucking, uh, meat shop. Yeah. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> I don't even like my fish to have eyes. Like this so. dude reaches over the counter as I'm getting my carnitas. This other guy just pulls a fucking entire cow head. I'm like, where do you even find that, bro? <laughs> Why do you have that? Mexican yeah, I couldn't people. do it. I mean, I would eat. There's a lot of things I would eat. I'm always down for trying new things. But if it's going to be something like, if you're going to give me a human taco, like. So we've only been going at it for an hour and 12, but I feel like this is a good stopping point. Right after the cannibalism. Edit that part out, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think it's got to be a little uh, off script. See, that's why, probably why I couldn't do a podcast, because I'd be so explicit that more people would hate me than they like me. Mm-hmm. But even if people hate you, it's still publicity. They're still going to be like, ah, oh, Chris, ah, oh, Chris. Horrible stuff. Do not look at it. And people are going to be like, oh, how bad is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of this, is I kind of want to be able to show my personality, the guest's personality, and I like this part. This part's fun. Yeah. The movie part's fun, too. I enjoy the movie, but I think that sometimes I can even get a little bit, like, <clears throat> my energy can kind of go down while I'm talking about the movie for too long. Yeah. Because it's just kind of like, it's actually, a lot of people don't know, it's, it's mentally tiring to do to remember everything it's like doing a test it's like you're reading the book the night before and then you have this big test <laughs> and you're like i gotta try to remember like, shit, i man. gotta fucking what the fuck happened well i mean but i'm lucky that you know my life is so ingrained into this shit like i said i haven't seen grave dancers in years but i feel like i fucking had most of it right up there yeah uh but now 
So, Calvin, I want to thank you for being here, man. Do you want to plug the game and stuff again? Oh, you know, I love plugging the game, man, because I love letting everybody know. It's your boy, Chapato's son. You can catch me on Warzone, Rebirth. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. Uh, but, you know, besides just that bullshit, you know, if you want to catch a win, you want to catch a dub, add your boy, Chapato's son. It's on Activision. Um and I'm in there to get some wins. And I love doing the shows, man. I appreciate you bringing me. Because it's, it's it's fun. It's fun topics. I'm a horror fan. And I like how we're starting to do... I like how you're starting to do new things into your show. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely going to be... Like I said... Um, we're going to do this more often, 100%. Hell yeah. So... I'm going to make more content. You guys check out the YouTube page, the Instagram, Facebook, Death Taco Podcast... Audio is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, wherever you can find your podcast stuff at. But with all that being said, you guys, I think this was episode 20. Another one in the books. Big 2-0. This has been the Death Taco Podcast.